Happy Friday, gang. So today's episode is entirely devoted to emotional eating or patterns of eating that are not um, basically setting you up for success. And maybe you do things and you keep doing these things, even though they are not lining up with the goal you've chosen for yourself. So whether that is just to and be eating maybe more nutritious foods or having a bit more of a health focus or whether you're really sort of looking to shift into a leaner body composition, maybe lose some fat stores. So whatever it is that you're aiming to do, there's just something sort of a bit stuck inside you that appears to be kind of always trying to sabotage your best efforts. So you might decide beginning of the week, you are going to be Um, basically a shining beacon and saying no to any food that doesn't line up with your goal. And um, when Anna comes in with cake in the office, you know you're going to say no because that's not lining up with um, the body composition goal you have. And although you know you can have the cake, you're choosing not to have it and you're going to be feeling amazing. So why is it that then you just keep returning um, to these same sort of, you could call them quite self-sabotaging behaviours. And Firstly, I want you to know that you are pretty much not alone. You're 100% in the majority if you're continually feeling like there's, I don't know, this this other side of you that's continually trying to sabotage your best efforts. And I've got a really useful technique and it's a bit of a journaling activity to see if I can help you unstick yourself a little bit. So if this sounds like you, do carry on listening So the first thing to report is obviously that this is hugely um, common. Basically, I would say everybody at some point or another is definitely going to um, be engaging in some form of emotional eating. And that's really because as humans, there's no real social event where we're not going to start bringing booze and food in because we just love to celebrate with food. We like to commiserate with food. We like to give food if somebody's poorly. Um, we obviously like to see others consume delicious food because we feel like that's very caregiving. There's all of this stuff that's just kind of wrapped up in in food and sort of maybe if you've got a fat loss goal, it can be uncomfortable if you are sort of rejecting the food that sometimes people are um, wanting to bestow on you because you know it's coming from a good place. So it's not fuel. Food in our society, in all societies, in all cultures, it just means so much more. So how do you navigate that when you are clear in your mind that you are choosing to go in a different direction with your nutrition because you want this for your future self. And you're really definite on that. You have definitely selected that goal. But what are you going to do? Because it can be really, really tricky. Um, So I just want you to firstly realise that there's always going to be these two sides of your brain. So there is the part which you're very aware of where you've consciously decided, you know what, I'm maybe going to that family barbecue, but I've got this plan. I'm going to stick with a source of lean protein. I'm going to take an amazingly delicious charred broccoli salad, for just for example. Um, maybe, I don't know, some lovely complex carb. Maybe you've gone and got some amazing, I don't know, um, whole grain sourdough or something delicious. Anyway, you have a plan and you sort of turn up. And then before you know it, you sort of had all of these um, maybe different foods or drinks kind of pushed upon you and you've kind of gone along with it. And then you just end up feeling really cross with yourself because you're sort of really conflicted. And that is 
often what's happening, that there's a conflict in your mind. So although your sort of conscious rational brain has decided on a goal, has a plan, there's a subconscious part that you're probably less aware of that feels like there's um, this benefit in you engaging in these other behaviours that are probably derailing you and really slowing you down and getting you quite frustrated um, if you are trying to make a change to your eating behaviours. So just really wanted to um, talk about that today. And we talk about it um, being called sort of cognitive dissonance. So when those two parts of your brain are not in agreement, and if we can't work out a way to get them into agreement, you're going to be pretty exhausted because you're always trying to overrule this other part of your brain that feels like there's this sort of perceived benefit, even when you know that there's not. So I'm going to use a, a kind of hopefully quite a relatable example in a second, just about how maybe you could look at using this method to kind of unpick maybe some of your um, reasons behind engaging in some of these behaviours and then sort of see if you can work through the exercise and really maybe try to resolve some of this disagreement. Because if your brain is in disagreement, you are continually going to find that you're just sort of um, flowing from um, what you want to kind of going back to those old behaviours and just feeling really stuck. Um, so the first thing to do, this um, is actually called ACT, this um, type of technique. So the first thing the A stands for is awareness. So kind of just firstly noticing when something's happening. So I thought it might be really good to maybe use the example of um, biscuits at work when you are having a cup of tea. Um, and you kind of, you've been thinking about it and you're like oh actually maybe it's not completely necessary for me to every single day have like a couple of biscuits with my cup of tea not saying there's anything wrong with having it but it might not be um lining up with your goal it might be one of those things that you're feeling like a bit stuck with it's just kind of this sort of habit so firstly just kind of being aware of what it is that's keeping you stuck. So I want you to write down a big kind of A and for the A, I kind of want you to kind of write down maybe um, what the thing is that's sticking you. So whether um, that's overeating, maybe past sort of comfortable fullness or Maybe it might be, um, again, kind of accepting um, food or family members, even though you don't really want it, but you kind of just sort of fall into that again. So whatever it is, I'm going to use this example of the biscuit. So firstly, it's kind of like just writing down what it is that you're wanting to work on. So have a think where you fall down and each and every one of you will probably find that you've got like a different thing that you want to work upon. Um, and firstly, you write down sort of the, the reason you might engage in that behavior. So for example, with the biscuit, write down all the great things about it. So it's pleasurable. Um, it probably gives you like a little tiny bit of release in your day. Um, it probably stops you feeling bored for a few moments. You might really feel like you've earned the biscuit because obviously you've been working all morning. You might feel like you need a pick me up. So again, just write down all of these words, all of the, all of the things that you can kind of associate that are quite positive with this behavior that you're engaging in. And maybe it's quite social. You feel like again, when you have it, um, it's often in company or being offered and it kind of, again, everybody's maybe together. 
I'm handing around a packet of biscuits and you don't want to be the person that says no. So kind of, again, writing down kind of all the beliefs about why you probably continue with this behaviour, even when you sort of know it's not really helping you out. And then the C is for clarity. So then to kind of go back and have a think about those words that you've written down. So maybe if you did say it was pleasurable, is it really pleasurable anymore? Or are you kind of just mindlessly eating it, maybe not even tasting it? Is it a really amazing biscuit? Or is it just a biscuit out of a packet that probably would still be okay to eat in 2026? So kind of like really thinking, is that pleasurable? Um, You know, is it really releasing your boredom for any particular amount of time? Um, Is it picking you up actually? Or are you finding that after you've had it, after that sort of initial maybe little sugar hit, you're sort of feeling more lethargic, feeling like you need more sugar, sort of knowing that it kind of makes you have a bit of an energy slump. And again, if you've said that it's kind of a social thing, but are you doing it when maybe it's not sort of within a a meeting or with other people around? Because again, you've just kind of got a bit stuck. So sort of really thinking with that kind of clarity about those sort of positive things that you've wrote down about engaging in that behaviour. So if your awareness was that biscuits with my tea are enjoyable, the turnaround, so that's what the T stands for. So you've had the awareness, you've named what the belief is and all those kind of positives maybe around that belief. Had the clarity where you've kind of gone through and maybe started to question it a bit. And then you've got that turnaround. So you're going to um, sort of state the exact opposite. So it might be, for example, with this amazing example that I found for you guys, is that biscuits with my tea are not enjoyable. because they're. And then you're going to name all the reasons why it's not enjoyable. So it's keeping you from your goal. It's giving you a sugar slump. It's making you feel fatigued, possibly making you feel hungrier than when you before you even had the biscuit. It's leading to kind of a feeling of disappointment in yourself because ultimately you're not really wanting to be a person that eats biscuits every day not because biscuits are bad biscuits are lovely in their place but again it's just not what you're really wanting it's not what you're trying to work towards being it's not really satisfying you it's not relieving boredom it's just kind of keeping you a bit stuck and it's really interesting you can use it for anything so I first came across this technique um, in Annie Grace's alcohol experiment And again, it's just if there's a habit in your life where you continually feel this kind of tug of war in your brain where you're kind of feeling like you want to move in one direction, but something is just pulling you in the other direction. You just take a moment to say what it is, obviously write down kind of your beliefs about sort of what you feel it brings to you and then kind of have that clarity, really sort of go through and question if any of those things that you think it delivers are true. And then that turnaround where you kind of state the exact opposite and all the reasons why. And the reason behind doing this is to see if you can settle the argument. So if you literally picture your brain and it's like, this is not um, neurologically accurate, but your two elements of your brain are just having an argument all the time. That is exhausting. And you just want to put some of these behaviours that have been around probably ever since you were maybe introduced to kind of, I don't know, diet culture and wanting to change your body composition. Um, Yes, sorry about that, bad diet culture. Um, But basically just put some of these things to bed so you're back in the driving seat and you can start making decisions 
um, when when you want to engage in maybe these behaviours. Because again, I don't want every time you're eating for it to just be for fuel. That would be like really sad. I want you to eat for all of the reasons there are to eat. But I also don't want you to take that to the absolute extreme, which means you're living in a body that doesn't feel, look or perform the way you want it to. But I think these arguments have to be put to bed. I'd be super, super interested if any of you guys can share in the week, if this is helpful at all, um, if you use it for a specific situation. So again, I can think of a good one with guys working from home that you are boredom snacking. And again, so you would name it, I'm boredom snacking. What do you feel like it gives you? List those things and then have some clarity about it. Does it actually give you any of those things? And then having that turnaround moment as well, where you say, actually, I'm bored and snacking isn't fun. Um, it isn't distracting. So it's not really serving you anymore. And I suppose that's the purpose of finding these habits that are keeping you stuck. If it's not serving you anymore, you need to get rid of it. And you can get rid of it. And what I want you to do is start to build up a bank of times where you have actually managed to um, make a decision that lines up much more with the goal that you've set and the type of person you're trying to be. So for example, I know we use that mantra. So I'm working towards being a person who says no maybe to food and drink that doesn't line up with my goal. Or I'm working towards being a person who says no to food and drink I don't want. And I think there are social pressures, um, but they can quite easily be um, negated when you are 100%. So you're like going somewhere, but you've made your mind up. You know what you want for yourself tomorrow. The person whose house you're going to doesn't know. They probably don't care that much initially. There's always nice ways around of sort of saying that you're maybe not wanting like the eighth piece of cake um, or um, seconds and thirds. Like there's always a nice way of putting things but sometimes, again, you just need to start voting for this type of person that you're trying to work towards being. Um, and again, you might notice when you start sort of this awareness of when these types of scenarios are happening, um, is that you have got maybe some limiting self-beliefs. Oh, well, I'm always the type of person that eats when they're stressed. Or, oh, I'm always the type of person that has to have some wine when I've had a difficult day. And again, you might have this kind of like self-talk. It's going to be quite um, damaging because it's almost like a bit of a manifestation. So if you're saying, well, I'm always the type of person who maybe engages in some of these sort of less healthful behaviors and you're trying to be a person who doesn't, you just need to switch it. You need to switch that little voice in your head because it is the voice that you hear the most. <laughs> maybe, hopefully, hopefully my voice is now like starting to penetrate in as well. But I want you to really change up your self-talk and really change it around to, well, I might have been that person, but now, now I'm working towards being a person who says no to food and drink that doesn't line up with my goal. Um, because really what you kind of manifest is going to um, basically become a reality. Obviously, you can't just go around manifesting all the time. You need to kind of go into action and have really nice evidence in your brain. Oh, yeah, I remember I went to that barbecue and I took along some really nice like 
chicken kebabs and vegetable skewers and a really nice salad. I had an amazing time, felt great the next day. And, you know, just start to have a positive bank. So almost imagine that you're kind of filing these events away where you were that type of person who um, succeeded in lining up with your goal and you felt great the next day. Because yes, definitely having having lots of kind of tokens in in the bank of being that type of person is going to help you sort of stay being that type of person. But the really important thing to remember is that um, you might choose to really work on your mindset. I know loads of you have actually said with your six-week goal setting, which is really lovely, that your um, goal setting is much more around the mindset with food. And I think this is fantastic. So definitely... um, doing this awareness, clarity and turnaround is going to be amazing for you guys. But I want you to remember that your kind of growth in this area or this piece of work you're going to be doing with your mindset around food is not going to be linear. So it's not going to be, um, oh, I, you know, wrote it all down and now I never engage in any behaviours like that. Like I only eat when I'm hungry and I never eat past fullness. Like you just would not be human. I eat past fullness a lot and I'm sure I engage in emotional eating, boredom eating, all of those things. They're they're definitely not my um, majority behaviours, but all of us are going to have a degree of it. But I think it's that awareness. So don't feel abnormal for having it. I just want you to start noticing it. I want you to start naming it. And I just want you to start making sure that it's a habit that's serving you and it's not a habit that's kind of continuing to derail you. If the answer is, hmm, actually, yes, it is continuing to derail me and it bothers you and you are really motivated about moving into a body that feels, looks and performs better, then this piece of work is really, really super worth doing. But do let me know, guys. I am super um, excited to kind of hear from you. I hope it's really helpful. Let me know. I wanted to dedicate a whole episode to it because I just think us women particularly, I'm sure some men do emotional eating too, but I think it's so prevalent. Um, I think it's prevalent in our society generally, but I think particularly um, sort of being stressed, overworked, trying to balance everybody's demands on your time. You can often be looking for these kind of treats. And I think we it's probably a whole other podcast, but really looking at whether what you're perceiving as a treat is really a treat, because I'm guessing that if your treat is a whole bottle of wine on a Friday, that's not a massive treat to the you that wakes up um, the next day and then doesn't fancy doing their steps, doesn't fancy eating better, just wants salty things. Like it's just going to be holding you back. So really looking at the way we're treating ourselves and maybe redefining treat. I'm always encouraging you guys to think of non-food based treats. Um, So again, actually, maybe half an hour to yourself where you go and listen to an amazing West Beach Challenges podcast, or maybe you are going to take yourself off with your book to a coffee shop and have a really lovely coffee and just enjoy some headspace or go for a walk or a swim in the sea, whatever it is see if you can make it kind of non-food or drink based. Like obviously enjoy delicious food, but don't kind of reward these good behaviours that you're hoping to embed with things that on the flip side are sort of derailing you. Um, Guys, I'm going to leave it there. I will 
well, I am very excited. So on Monday, so I don't know when you're listening to this, on Monday the 13th, we're welcoming in some new challenges. Hopefully, maybe even some of them are listening right now. If you're feeling like this kind of did resonate a lot with you and you're not already in this phenomenal group of human beings and you do want a bit of support, you want some coaching because, I mean, fat loss isn't difficult. It's not difficult to kind of get the the macro split right or to get the energy deficit right like that's not the tricky bit the tricky bit is obviously adhering to it for long enough to um see results and sort of stay in the process long enough to enjoy the process for long enough and i think that's why this community is so incredible i couldn't be more proud of it um because it's a really supportive place to be basically exploring where you want to be with your body kind of where is your happy balance and um whatever direction you want to take your fitness and body composition into i am so happy to help you and kind of guide you through the process because it is tricky um there's a lot out there that is looking to kind of tempt you into um very quick faddy type scenarios that will probably just lead you to be quite miserable and maybe not a very fun human to be hanging around with but if you know again somebody that might benefit from listening to this obviously send it their way and um, I will look forward to speaking with you next week. Any ideas, topics for podcasts, keep them coming. I've got a little note and I will hopefully get through them all. All right, guys, take care. Bye.